Welcome to the Plastic Things Podcast. Who are these people? I said no wire hangers. What's wire hangers doing in this closet when I told you no wire hangers ever? I work till I'm half dead and I hear people say she's getting old. What's the deal? What do I get? A daughter who cares as much about a beautiful dress I give her as she cares about me. And what's the deal with wire hangers doing in this closet? Answer me. I buy you beautiful dresses. And you treat me like some dish rag. You threw a $300 dress on a wire hanger. We'll see how many you got hidden in here. We'll see. All of this is coming out. No, no, no. It's the Plastic Fangs Podcast. What's the deal? (laughs) I'm John Ramsey. Uh, That was definitely uh, John Ramsey. And this is uh, Rodney Self. (laughs) <laughs> Welcome to the Plastic Fangs podcast. And uh, wow, Jerry as uh, Mommy Dearest there, huh? Uh, mm. Mm. This isn't my first rodeo. Mm. 2% milk. What's the deal? Where's the other 98? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So we are, uh, we are back episode 11 now yes number 11 number 11 yeah it was uh we got over that uh that 10 episode hump we didn't really uh say anything about number 10 um but i mean you know i guess that's kind of good it's just like hey you know we're just we're just going we're just going forward that's all exactly and uh it's weird to think you know where we were before you know uh back when we uh, did the first uh, couple inaugural episodes and have kind of um changed things up a bit but i mean when mm-hmm. when all of this started uh we were in a different world yeah it was a yeah it was a it was a different time remember when you could just leave your house without any problems right when <laughs> now you, uh, well when you weren't separated by those uh elitist uh cashiers with their you know plastic uh, hanging things from the ceiling. You mean plastic partitions? Yes. Clear plastic partitions. Exactly. How elitist. <laughs> How dare they protect themselves? Oh, you think you're better than me? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, you care about what? Your health? Okay. Yes. <laughs> Whatevs. <laughs> uh, how dare you, while you're being exposed to thousands of people a day, try to take those you don't want to get sick (laughs) 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 but uh but you know it's it's um that's the way things have uh, been kind of going you know still under this quarantine with yeah possible uh baby steps at reopening across the country uh certain things but you know masks washing your hands, stuff like that remains essential even if 
things open and obviously oh yeah what's your uh what's what's your uh i mean with no with no data <laughs> because it seems like we don't ever get any data yeah. from the professionals uh at least not because everything changes every day because no it's is a brand new thing right. um how long do you think we'll be wearing masks at least because i mean it's 50 50 with gloves already because if you wear gloves if you have it on the glove you can easily just spread it because you're touching everything and you're like, well, I'm safe, but then, you know, but how long do you think we're going to be doing the, at least the masks? How, Cause I think that's going to be quite a while. I think that it's prudent to wear masks even in a non pandemic time, maybe, you know, during a regular flu season, you see other countries that, that yeah. do that, that are densely populated. Uh, I'm not a medical professional, Mm-hmm. But I think new habits and new things are, are kind of starting to take place in society. And uh, personally, you know, if I know it's a, uh, there's bad flu epidemic and we're, we're past this, but it's regular flu season, I get my flu shot. I know a lot of people may not get flu shots or what have you, but mm-hmm. Whenever it's weird because whenever I decide to skip getting a, a flu shot is always on years when I tend to get sicker more often. And uh, so, so now I, I get my flu shot every, uh, every year. And, um, you know, I, I do the things uh, that you're supposed to do, you know, as far as trying to eat healthy, trying to drink more water, you know, stuff like that. You know, there was a time when people uh, didn't exercise, right? You know, they didn't do that uh, because they maybe worked more manual labor back in the day or what have you, you know, but as society became a society of people that worked in office business, businesses offices and stuff like that the need to go out and move your body uh, kind of became an important part of health you know it's um my grandfather never told me stories about you know how they would go to the gym you know or anything and be like you know we work in in the field or the Mm -hmm. farm or we you know did this or that you know those people didn't need it society has become where a lot of our jobs, I mean, and I'm not dismissing the, the manual labor, you know, workforce out there, the ones that do get that, uh, that exercise and stuff. A lot of those people that I know that are in landscaping and stuff like that, that are moving all the time, still go to the gym. So yeah. it's, it's one of those things that I think masks are going to be something that are kind of here to stay and you can actually get some really cool ones like i have my mask that is the pattern of the shining carpet oh okay cool yes uh and uh picked up a a couple other masks from sinister stitch so it's uh sinister stitch off of etsy by the way uh they are not a paid uh uh, endorsement or we have no sponsors so yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is all, yeah this is all free advertising <laughs> but you know it's i think it's a point where it needs to be thought about moving forward not just because of a pandemic but really to help stop spread you know any kind of uh, of sickness if it's a if it's a bad flu year you know, and more people did that, then maybe less people would get sick, maybe hospital, 
prices would come down, insurance premiums might come down, I don't know. But then again, you might also wanna think, if you have insurance, is your insurance company going to? Yeah, like uh, like if you're a non-smoker or a mask wearer. Exactly. Yeah, that's. So, I didn't think of that, yeah. It's a whole new world, man. And it's like we have yeah. to adjust to it. And I think it's gonna be at least a minimum of a year. But then it'll be revisited going, oh, you know, because the thing, the re, the re, I'm saying that with no data knowing, not knowing mm-hmm. the future, because I'm sure we're going to have more spikes. Sure. And uh, there's, yeah, so I, I'm thinking at least a year. But the thing is, there's already people not wearing it, thinking that it's, oh, it's just nothing. You Very know? true. <laughs> so, but, but I was just like, I was like, yeah, because I never even thought of like, eh, how, yeah, this might, I'm, like you said, it might be in perpetuity. Like we just have to wear them and yeah. it might just become, it come down to the uh, people just kind of like following the leader on that. Right. And ladies and gentlemen, we are not experts uh, on the no. subject <laughs> and we're not claiming to be, but it's. Uh, I mean, I do on the weekends, but not on the weekdays. Oh, that's right. That's right. So I'm like, I'm an expert. Give me a beer. Uh, but uh, one thing that we do know uh, is, uh, is entertainment and horror and, and the things that we've been clinging on to uh, during this time of... Uh, well, I would have been doing this if there wasn't a pandemic. Well, true. You of, know, uh, it's, uh, a lot of people... This is my hobby. Excuse me, I, this, uh, 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 sir. Oh, this is my hobby. I, I enjoy <laughs> horror movies and info. It's uh, two of my passions. Thank you. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, have said it's uh, the forced uh, introvertism. <laughs> I must say, for me, nothing's really changed except for that eggs are low and toilet paper is low. There you go. Besides that, this has been my life because <laughs> because I, I don't make a lot of money, so I'm like I can't really go out that much. Now I've been feeling it by because like i'll I'll get in the car and just like uh you know i'll go do like a day trip somewhere yeah that i haven't done in months so yeah. and i and yeah so it was like we got because i was moving before all this i moved the same weekend when they closed schools for good <laughs> you know so i was already like i gotta save money got the move gotta save money and then so yeah i really haven't got, done like anything probably hold on when did we get to that antique place oh so back man. in january yeah that was january bro that was the last time i went like out of town for something mm-hmm. yeah 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 <sighs> oh you you know i might have went you know i might have went to the alamo down in charlottesville i might have mm-hmm. saw a movie down there but uh but besides that i yeah i think that's about it and that's definitely uh what i miss uh the movies specifically the alamo cinema draft house mm-hmm. um which uh, is a, a very interesting segue, John, because oh. uh, news has it that the Alamo is going to be starting their own streaming service. I got, I think I got an email about that. I was like, huh? Yeah. Uh, I, I, mm, I, that just makes me go, I want to go there, <laughs> you know? Well, right. But the cool thing uh, that the Alamo has been doing as far as they were doing their, you know, um, their online movies, mm-hmm. you know, with the, uh, the beginnings and the, uh, the trivias and the interesting facts and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they oh, and the, and, and seeing up the recipes 
for for their dishes so you can make them at home exactly now of course it's not the alamo experience but you get to bring a little bit of of that home and and actually with a streaming service with alamo i'd be interested i know tarantino is uh involved with uh that whole uh crew so Mm -hmm. um but when it comes to uh streaming services there is a crap ton, and John, I have, you know me being uh, one uh, that's all about the technology and how I sang the praises of uh, Quibi mm-hmm. uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, I have been watching the Reno 911 this week. Oh, how is it? Uh, it's hilarious. Okay. Um, it's actually how weird that format of that show fits into the Quibi. <clears throat> that every 10 minutes. Format. Uh, exactly. Well, yeah, because I mean, because it was always segment based anyway. So, right. Yeah. Uh, so that was cool. I have not watched any more of the Sam Raimi uh, Fifty States of Horror. Have you already watched all of them? Um, I had watched up to the Ball of Twine. I haven't watched past that. Uh, I keep I keep forgetting that I have the the app because <laughs> because exactly. I'm watching stuff on my TV instead yeah. of on my phone and my that- fucking phone. And next year, when one day you're just looking at your bank account, you're like, I've been paying for Quibi for for 12 months <laughs> eight bucks a month yeah i'm bitch <laughs> that's exactly oh, what that's exactly what quibi wants now uh no more news has been made about them making uh the transition to other devices apart from your telephone or tablet yeah so uh that's going on but i uh actually um have tried out peacock, peacock. which peacock yeah, the cock. I've the, the peacock. Yes, the the cock. Oh, uh, uh, now no, you just made it dirty. I did. Shit. The peacock. <laughs> yeah, peacock. Cock. Yes. Uh, this Pack. is P. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Peacock is the new streaming service from uh, Universal, Xfinity, Comcast, Xfinity. That whole conglomerate and people obviously know uh, about peacock because their beloved friends was ripped off of the netflix to eventually come on to peacock and um right now if you have uh xfinity or comcast service you can gain access to peacock if what is that console was that console called what what? What's the console called? You could watch Peacock on X One, or what's that box? Um, the X One. No, it's called an F. The flat. Fla- fla- f- come on, say it. I don't the, know. What's the box called? They call it. It has. It's not called the X One. I think it's called the flat. No, no flesh. <laughs> Flex. You can get cocks on the flesh. No, the flex. What? Oh, the fl- the flex. Oh, the flex. Oh, okay. It's a okay. So the box is called the flex. And I was gonna do my whole Duran flex, 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 flex. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sorry. Sorry. You uh, <laughs> you you were setting me up, and I was uh, not You're like X one. Yes. Terminator X. What are you talking about? Fear of Black Planet. Public Enemy. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, but we're not talking about the flex. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but all right. So, so yeah, so I find out about this cause I'm looking, they're like, you know, Hey, Peacock is ready now. 
you know, all of that. And I was like, well, I, you know me, I like to try shit out being in technology and what have you. And so I found out that I should have had this flex box uh, that was never sent to me. Flex, 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 flex. Yes. So, <laughs> so I had the box uh, sent to me and it is, um, uh, it's not a Roku. Say positive things about it. Yeah. Uh, well, it's not a Roku. It's not a Roku. <laughs> it has electronics in it and you, and it uses electricity. Uh, the remote is real sleek and it lights up when you pick it up or look at it wrong. You know, <laughs> it's just, it's hey, that's going <laughs> to waste some batteries, you know? Oh, I hope you have rechargeable. Hmm. Yeah. Well, no, John, I like polluting the earth. So. See, this is a rechargeable household I live in. Thank you. Oh, well, congratulations on that. Yeah, you um, Yay, Earth, you're welcome. Yes. <laughs> I, I'm just imagining that picture of Arnold Schwarzenegger with all of the animals around him. You know, the meme where he's like, you know, it's like, uh, it's a meme out there. And it's uh, something like, you know, uh, when I turn, uh, when I turn the water off, when I'm brushing my teeth and it's like, and it's all, it's <laughs> I, have, I have to look it up. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's a meme out there. Yeah. Hey, nothing's uh, makes for riveting podcast conversation like describing memes. Nothing's better with audio than description yeah. of something that you could easily just see online. Mm. <laughs> I like it. Ooh, what's uh, that? Explain it to me. Like I'm blind. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> it's some crazy shit going on. This animals. You know Arnold? Well, you wouldn't know what he looks like because you're blind. But he's Arnold. You know his voice. Think of his voice. Whatever you think he looks like. Yeah. Okay. And scene. <laughs> he's brushing his teeth. <laughs> Save the earth. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Uh, aim? Aim toothpaste? I. Okay. <laughs> Captain Planet. <laughs> so I see that's my horrible Schwarzenegger guy. Captain Planet? Yeah. He just screams. Ah, uh, uh, Captain Planet. Gaia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So this X1, our flesh box, the flesh, flesh box. The flesh box? Is that what it is? It's a flesh box. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> <laughs> so they send you the flesh box and you go and you, you give it a few drinks. You see. You take it, you plug your thing into the flesh box. I love you, baby. Let's go out to dinner. <laughs> I'll take you out dancing. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay. Well, uh, no, you, you plug your thing in the flesh box. Oh, see, you just then, you got dirty with it. See, uh, this won't work. I like all the, I like the build up. Oh, we're not going to get, no, no, we're not going right to it. We're no, gonna I'm build sorry. Up to we, it. We've had enough foreplay. I mean, we're <laughs> a few minutes into this and I'm ready to get this over so I can go to take a nap. I got you. It's only 10 in the morning. It's just like real life. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, you plug it in, you know, it goes through the typical setup and all of that. Um, and, but I'm like, you know, man, I want to check out this fucking peacock shit, man. Right. So it comes up and then it's like, you know, Hey, you can get your apps. Hey, here's Netflix. Here's Hulu. Here's um, you Johnny. Yeah. Amazon prime. Uh, you know, which is cool, but I'm like, no, 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 fuck that. I'm going straight 
for the 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 peacock shit because you know this is going to be the next thing since sliced bread this can be the next coming of a of the next netflix and- oh <laughs> i think it's jesus i'm like wow that's a bold statement sir yeah no 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 no, no. jesus is- this made me change my religion <laughs> jesus's streaming service is way better i'm telling you it's you got the ten they there's not a lot of com- uh, cursing though unfortunately <laughs> no 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 i mean there's a few uh like like uh the word ass is used sometimes or yes. damn sure <laughs> but uh so anyway i bring up the peacock right and it's like you know okay we got to set up your account which makes sense because in july you're supposedly going to be able to download the Peacock app to your Roku, to your Amazon uh, Fire Dick, and uh, <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. and your um, your uh, Apple TV. I, I'm guessing, uh, and and any kind of your Xbox, your PlayStation, whatever the fuck you use to stream shit. Okay, whatever device you use to your iPad, to your phone, you know, to your fucking refrigerator your smart refrigerator yes peacock is coming to that so yeah you know i go through the rig and roll setting my account and stuff like that because guess what this shit's free and apparently it's going to be 4.99 a month for those that want to purchase it oh so you don't so you wouldn't have that be a subscriber to comcast or xfinity it would just be like a five dollar fee monthly if you wanted to get their app yeah, I, I think. I mean, I don't pay attention to a lot of people. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's going to be money. Right. It's not like I'm a safety inspector at a nuclear power plant or anything. So, yes. So, anywho, uh, so I go into the Peacock app, right? And it's pretty cool. I mean, just kind of looking. Automatically, I see, oh, shit, all the episodes of Cheers are there. And then I see Murder, She Wrote. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Murder, She Wrote was on CBS. Everybody loves Raymond. Wait, that was on CBS. Yeah. You got to remember, though. Like, okay, you ever watch reruns of Twin Peaks? Yes. Uh, what, what did that originally air on? It was ABC, bro. But if you watch to the end of the credits, it's a CBS production. Ah, so yeah just because it aired it was distributed on that channel doesn't mean it's owned by that channel yeah you think but it's weird it's just a different thing you know this channel this this network may not have picked it up but it got picked up over here but it's still being produced by it's weird it's just yeah not all is the same but yeah i mean cheers makes sense because i think that was produced by nbc yeah well yeah yeah, I mean, so so Cheers was on there. Um, you know, uh, everybody loves Raymond. A few, other, I mean, they got shows. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Friends. Wait, yeah. Uh, well, hold up. Friends uh, isn't on there yet. <laughs> what? Yeah. They're waiting. They're waiting for that sweet drop on July to put Friends on. Every white chick I know is like, what? Yeah. What? Friends? No friends? What? Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's my voice for white ladies. Yes. What? It's very accurate. Where, I have to watch my friends. It's very accurate, John. Yes. I love Joey. <laughs> <laughs> so. But they don't like the TV show, Joey. No one did. No. No, no. no. <laughs> Though I wouldn't be surprised if that shit wound up on there just so they could stop content on there. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, not, not a good show. <laughs> right. 
so they uh so then i see an option for live and i'm like oh you can watch live shit on here okay cool so i go up there and it starts to load a little bit and then it fucking crashes john like it's supposed to right (laughs) at least it should so essentially i had to restart the flesh box and uh then it started working so some of the live channels they have they have an office shorts which is basically just seemingly funny snippets of the office just running live Mm. you have it on in the background hulu has that when you're watching a show you can just go and watch highlights yeah it's weird i just rather watch the episodes but maybe that's something maybe that's what the kids do because their attention span sucks so exactly (laughs) Well, so, I mean, I was like, all right, you know, I'm not going to watch that. They did have, an, like, a live SNL channel, which I thought was kind of cool. Hmm. Because it's like they just mission, uh, mix and match. Uh, oh, different, different skits? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, it's like it would go from, um, like, the Alex and Alex Trebek uh, with Norm McDonald and, and everybody to hmm. Bill Murray uh, doing his lounge singer thing. So it's a grab bag of just, you don't know what you're getting. That's pretty cool. I like that because, because yeah, it's all over the map. And, hey, this might be something, oh, I remember this. Or, hell, this is something new I've never seen. That's pretty cool. I like that. That's, that's that, that I, because I, I've, okay, I've had a flex for the past, since March. And it's, what, May? <laughs> I haven't even taken it out of the box yet. <laughs> and I keep on getting, like, these emails from Xfinity going, uh, you have, uh, have you ha- are you having issues? Uh, we see you haven't set up your flex yet. And I'm like, I got, like, I got, like, five different, like, streaming box things. You know, I got a built-in Roku on the TV. I got a, I got a Fire Stick. I got an oh. Xbox. I got a PlayStation. I just really watch everything on the Roku. It's, it kind of covers everything. Right. And uh, Roku is not a paid sponsor, by the way. No. No. I wish, but no. Right. Because we have zero paid sponsors, John. Zero. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> hey, uh, it's like that Neil Young song, man. We ain't sponsored by nobody. Tell them. Yeah. Tell them, Neil. <laughs> there you go. So uh, this, uh, this note's for you, right? That's, that's the song that's from? Oh, I don't know. I'm not a... I'm not a big Neil. All right. This podcast is over. All right. All right. I'll see, no. see you next week. <laughs> no. I got a good thing of shit. All right. <laughs> uh, sorry. I got anything of shit. <laughs> uh, so, so, I mean, there are some pretty cool, interesting things. Now, then you get into like what, what content's on there. Like I said, they're obviously holding on to stuff for the July launch. Mm-hmm. But some of the things I kind of dug, I could see putting on the SNL thing and letting that run in the background, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Pretty cool. Um, but then I started getting into like the movies and stuff like that. And of course I went straight to horror. Mm-hmm. Now here is the cool thing. They had seemingly almost every Hitchcock movie, nice. uh, rear window, um, the birds, uh, what, vertigo. North- North by Northwest? Sure. Um, that means you didn't look. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I, I looked, I, I scrolled, but they had that one Marnie. They had... Mm, yeah. yeah. 
I mean, so it seemed like they did have every Hitchcock one, and I uh, am sorry for not being a stickler, stickler for detail as I was consuming all of the fucking shit that this thing was throwing at me at. You know, you're forgiven. You're forgiven. You I fuck mean, up once. Uh, okay. yeah, the flesh box was just spewing all over my face, neck, and chest, you know? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I just see this thing that has hair on it and stuff, <laughs> and, it's, and it looks something like out of, like, H was it HR Giger? Yeah. <laughs> this is like weird flesh <laughs> square. <laughs> Ew. But what's funny is when you went to the uh the peacock horror section, you mm-hmm. had like a bunch of old Universal movies, which makes sense, right? Because Universal oh, Comics, yeah. they had it, uh, it's all the old uh, black and white like Dracula and Frankenstein and stuff. Yeah. Nice, man. But then they just had the Blair Witch Project just sitting there. So it's like you have like the old Hitchcock movies, the old Universal Monster movies, Blair Witch Project. I mean, it, it was under horror, right? Right, right. Well, I mean, <laughs> which I get it. So, I mean, again, you know, this is kind of like their soft opening. If they were a restaurant, they wouldn't be serving everything on the menu. And I get right. it, you know. Uh, but you know, there are some things that, you know, when I get back to the live uh, channels, they actually have an eighties channel where it was like, they were going to show the great American hero. And then Dude. Followed, yes. By, followed nice. by the A team. Right. Who is uh night writer on it? Not that I saw yet. Damn. And again, I think they're holding on to shit. Mm. Stri- you know, strictly for, for July. Dude, night rider, Miami vice, a team. Yeah. And uh, uh grace American hero. Dude. That's that's a that's a four hour block, dude. <laughs> but it's funny that you mention Knight Rider. I do know that Airwolf is on there. Oh, okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, Airwolf was just Knight Rider in the air. Okay, got it. All right, not as cool, but okay. <laughs> Jan Michael Vincent, got it. <laughs> How many Jan Michael Vincents is that? A lot. Right. And uh, Ernest Borgnine. Oh, and uh, wasn't? Oh wait, am I getting confused? With, it was. Roy Scheider in that? No, that was Sequest. No, no, no. He was in another one with a helicopter. Um, Riptide? No, no. <laughs> he was not in that one. No. Riptide? I do remember Riptide. <laughs> Wasn't that with the <laughs> Gainey or something? Uh, no, no, not uh, Major Dad. No, no, no. That was Simon and Simon. <laughs> oh, shit. Never mind. You're right. <laughs> Simon and Simon. Uh, yeah. Uh, Major Dad and... um. The dude from uh, uh, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Yeah, he played the brother, right? Uh, from Simon and Simon? I think so. I, I don't know, man. Um, Airwolf, that's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at Roy Scheider. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. Uh, so, so Simon and, and Simon had uh, Major Dad, uh, who is uh, Gerald McRaney. Right, there we go. But uh, Jameson... Um, Parker, okay, uh, was uh, in Prince of Darkness. Oh, so okay, they, so he was they, he was the other Simon. Yes, there we go. Okay, that's what I thought. Yes, so uh, so let's follow. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, get uh, start going back from the inception here. So we were Simon to Simon, <laughs> Riptide, Riptide. Rip I remember the song. <laughs> Uh, Riptide was uh, one of those um, 
they had this giant helicopter and a nerd right and and uh, that nerd was also in prince of darkness i do believe jesus christ did prince of darkness take every like 80s weird guy you're damn right they did (laughs) uh riptide had perry king and joe penny as as (laughs) oh yep there he is joe penny you son of a bee and tim bray who played the nerd Mm -hmm. prince of darkness pow there you go yep (laughs) yeah he was also in deep star six yeah that was the wannabe damn yeah th- that same year that was all 89 there was yeah. leviathan deep star six and uh the abyss because everyone was trying to be like the abyss because they're like oh you hear that big movie coming out from fox we got to do something like that and uh so if we then go from riptide <laughs> back, f- find ourselves way back to airwolf Yes. <laughs> uh, where uh, Jan Michael Vincent, yes. Org 9, uh, and a bunch of other beautiful white people uh, <laughs> as well. Uh, and from Airwolf, we go back to the Peacock. There it is. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and, um, and yeah, so I've still got some you know uh playing around with with peacock to do and uh in <laughs> uh, the flesh box and uh and we'll see i don't know i'm guessing come J- july their game is going to be seriously update uh up upped there they will up their game mm-hmm. uh roy scheider was in a movie called blue thunder where he flew an air uh, a helicopter so, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt there. No, it's that's, fine. That's why I always sound like, it wasn't an airwolf. No, he was in a show, a movie that was about flying a helicopter. There we why, go. Why was the 80s so obsessed with vehicles? Because the internet didn't exist. <laughs> well, no, I'm just thinking, all right, so let's kind of try to do a memory rundown of okay. 80s vehicles things, okay? Ooh, okay, this is, this is going to end badly. <laughs> it will. You said memory, I went, mm-mm. No, I've right. been losing it. So you had the fall guy with the truck, yes. right? All, all sorts of vehicles. But yeah, the truck was like the, the yeah. I had the, I had the figures. I had the truck. I yes. had, I think the two figures, Lee Majors and the other dude. Yes. And, uh, and I had a hot, uh, a hot air balloon toy. Yes. Somehow I destroyed it. The, the balloons part. They only gave you one, so you're mm-hmm. fucked. Uh, so I had that, yeah. So, but yeah, uh, the truck was the, the, the main vehicle in there. They actually, uh, I remember that they encouraged you to destroy the toys because they were stunt toys. Oh, yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, Yeah, because I had the the one, the Fall Guy truck, mm-hmm. where you had a magnet Lee Majors <laughs> on top of the truck. You would pull the truck back, the truck would move forward, and there would be like a post around, a magnetized post that the truck would drive through and Lee Majors magnet would then connect to that post while the truck went uh, over a cliff to its doom. Huh? Yes. So if you destroyed them, you uh, pretty much uh, played with them for the intended purposes uh, that they were uh, created for. Gotcha. <laughs> so that's the fall guy. The next um, got to say Magnum PI with his iconic uh, red, car thing that was a ferrari i believe i don't speak uh french italian <laughs> i believe that was a ferrari okay well 
that's not Russian code, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Oh wow. <laughs> um, then, uh, uh, all right, obvious one, Knight Rider. Yes. Kit. He had the kit, the car that talked. Yes. What was that car? Yeah, uh, it was a black uh, vehicle, John. <laughs> It was a uh, four-wheeled automobile, from what I understand. <laughs> I'm looking at Magnum. Uh, yeah, Ferrari 308 GTB was the uh, Magnum's car. Uh, Knight Rider. Let's see here. Knight yeah, Rider. if you want to listen to Car Talk, NPR has shit for Hi, you. this is Car Talk. <laughs> Hi. 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 <laughs> uh, a zany detective put bananas in my tailpipe. What do I do? Uh, you can't go nowhere. Hi. <laughs> She's stuck. Uh, why can I not find the car? Car make. I, hold on. Let me guess here. I'm guessing. Oh, got it. Of course. I'm an idiot. It was a uh, Pontiac. Yes. Uh, hold on. Let and me you're, guess. I can see. I, hey, I can see the reflection in your glasses. You're looking it up. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I swear to God. Yeah, it's a Pontiac, yeah, uh, Pontiac Firebird, right? Trans Am. Uh, the same thing. Now, I think the, the uh, Bandit drove uh, fire, uh, Pontiac Firebird, right? What if Bandit's car was killed <laughs> father? <laughs> um, well, coot. <laughs> C-O-O-T. <laughs> C-O-O-T, coot. And he had a he had a, he had a, he had a, he had a twang in his voice. That's right, that's right, Bandit. <laughs> no, it's just Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed's. <laughs> so he's now they, they they're able to take his brain and 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 make a computer simulation AI. Coot the 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 voice for for Bandit, the Bandit's car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right so that is copyrighted by the plastic goodbye turkeys <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we declare ownership of coot and all intellectual property and if universal wants to contact us about this amazing idea you know our instagram <laughs> uh, uh, coot. that's amazing yes man i, st- I might i might be dead but i still st- paying child support <laughs> Oh, coot. <laughs> Bandit, when you're hot, you're hot. <laughs> oh, hey, old buddy, old pal, we about to hit a, a big ramp. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, Knight Rider. Uh, Knight Rider, one. yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, some other- no, hold on, hold on, hold on. I don't want to leave this just yet. What would coot stand for? C-O-O-T, because Kit was uh, Knight whatever whatever cores original <laughs> cores original something transportation yeah <laughs> cores original overt transportation there you go <laughs> there you go cores original overt transportation Coot. <laughs> now watch this Woo! <laughs> Even the cars screaming. Right. They're both doing the laugh. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Mm. Oh man. Okay, sorry. Yeah, right, no, no, so no. that was Night Night Rider. Okay, and what was the next car? Uh, A team. 
A team, the van, the van, the yeah. iconic van from the A team. It and didn't have a name, as far as I knew. No, it was just the the van. Yeah, it had that paint job, which is ironic because if you're trying to avoid being captured, driving around in a very noticeable vehicle probably not a good thing to do. True, but it looks so damn hot. Right, black with 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 red line accents. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It had a little spoiler, but. It didn't need it. <laughs> oh, man. I definitely remember having those toys. Uh, the, I had the, those, yeah. And, and the 18 toys and all that. Hell yeah, dude. I, yeah, I had uh, – yeah. Because remember, I think could, – couldn't Mr. T's uh, – his his earrings and stuff come off the figure? Oh, no, 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 no. That was – no, that was the larger Mr. T yeah. figure. Never mind. Sorry. No, they, I remember <laughs> their heads was, were like – you could squeeze them. Yeah, that was it. They were like the, rubber heads. That was the my size Mr. T where he could do his hair and his makeup. Today we're going to be doing French braids. <laughs> mm, looking good. I pity for who don't look this good. Mm. <laughs> it's like that bust that you see like in a cosmetology, but it's Mr. T's head. Mm, yeah, make me look beautiful. Mm. <laughs> So I don't know if you remember, but there was a show called Nighthawk about a police detective that drove around on a, on a motorcycle. It was a motorcycle. What year? It was the 1980s, John. Um, that's a decade. <laughs> yeah. uh, excuse me. I, I, uh, I, I told you it was the 80s. So uh, uh, night, is it spelled N-I-T-E or N-I-G-H-T? No, it's uh, N-I-G-H-T, you know, how you would... uh, Oh, yeah, I found it. Right. Oh, dude, that dude is... Is is that dude's name Mayonnaise? Look at him. Um, Yeah, he's white. (laughs) He's he's more than that. (laughs) Or Street Hawk. Oh, was it? Oh, Street Hawk, not Night Hawk. My bad. There we go. Yeah. Uh, so Street Hawk, uh, it was uh, it, it ran one season. Ooh, I wonder why. <laughs> uh, I I liked it though, uh, and um, I think George Clooney was on that show. The Goon, uh, Clooney. Oh, Goonie. <laughs> um, no, I'm talking about the very famous George Clooney, who also starred in Attack of the Kill- K- Killer Tomatoes. Return to the Killer Tomatoes. Well, whatever. <laughs> no time for semantics, John. We're yeah. on the quarantine. Um, there, oh, I, oh, yeah. When I brought up that, some other stuff came up. Ooh. Chips. Remember chips? Yeah. yeah. Uh, hard to believe that went to the eight, 1983. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I just watched one a couple, about a month ago, that had Elvira on it. I think it was from like 1980 or 81. It was one of the Halloween episodes. Uh it was still Ponch, but he had a newer sidekick, like a newer partner that was not John Baker. Sorry, I was a Chips fan back in the day. <laughs> no, I I was too. Um, yeah, I did not like it when they replaced uh, John Baker. That sucked. Uh, the first white guy. Yes. I thought he was good, but I guess he got screwed out of money. So he was like, adios, I'm out. Uh, Auto Man. I was about to talk about that. Okay, go right ahead. Uh, With uh, Desi Arnaz Jr. (laughs) With the dumbest face. He made the dumbest faces in the show. (laughs) But the thing about Auto Man is that it wasn't really, it it wasn't just one car, right? It's like it was multiple vehicles, right? 
I think the dude who had the weird glowy suit who is what was he supposed to be a computer program? Ah, uh, something like that. I think he could make make the vehicles out of his thoughts. Yeah. So it was always changing up. Well, yeah, but there, but I seeing the picture now, there is that kind of really cool car with like, I, I think someone saw Tron and they were like, you know, hey, you think? Let's, <laughs> let's make a detective, uh, uh, detective show. Tron. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you like detective Tron? I like detective Tron. Who doesn't? Exactly. Ooh, Desi Arnaz, uh, Jr. did not age well. Ooh, he looks like an old banker now. <laughs> but I mean, I guess that was 40 years ago. So egg on my face right uh manimal he didn't have vehicles he just changed into different <laughs> animals well since we're talking about you know the whole uh changing thing too uh think about the like, tv show uh, the the cartoon turbo kid uh yeah I'm, about uh, a fucking teenager that turns into a car when he gets too hot remember then, he would get too hot throw water on him he turns back Yes, it was, I think one time he turned into the car when he ate a spicy burrito. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous. Whenever a girl come around, he turned into a car. Yes, they had that too. Uh, Rick and Morty made a joke about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. yeah, yeah. At, at the end of it, he turned. They painted off. He turned into the car in the middle of the class. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um. Other uh, iconic television vehicles. Uh. I don't know. Iconic. Let's just see here. Iconic cars. Oh, well, all right. If we're if we want to venture a little bit outside of the eighties. Oh my god, dude, we're missing one. What? The most racist vehicle of all time. <laughs> the Duke <laughs> Boys car. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, I forgot about that one. So I mean here's try not to talk about that one. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's a conversation for another time. Um yeah, we'll leave it at that. The most racist vehicle in, <laughs> in, in TV history. No, 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 no. Wait till they meet Coot. Oh, no. <laughs> hey, Jerry Reed was never racist. Either. You're right. Never. Very, very true. Goodbye, uh, Turkey. My racism will not be in touch. <laughs> <laughs> Coot loves all people. <laughs> Coot does not like discrimination, sir. Coot wants all races and creeds and religions to drink the delicious beautiful Coors beer. <laughs> Coot is very inclusive. <laughs> Coot's son kid is a little gay, but that's all right because Coot oh. <laughs> Coot loves his, his, his Pontiac Trans Am son. <laughs> With a different lifestyle than his own. Ah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but yeah, what was the deal with In the, the 80s? Well, I uh, guess it kept on, because it, it goes back before that, you know, Barris doing like the old uh, Batman, you know, 1966 uh, Batmobile, uh, the Green Hornet, uh, mm. what they drove. Uh, heck, the uh, the Munsters, the Dragula and the Munsters coach. Yeah. So, I mean... I guess it's always been there. It's just, you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, hey, man, we, we know what worked 20 years ago or less. I guess, yeah, 68. So what, a, yeah, 68 to the 80s, it was only 12 or 13 years. Right. 
So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, we we got the money now. Let's just it's all around, it's all and also too it's the eighties, it's all like excess, it's all about consumerism. Look what you'll never own. <laughs> all right, so let's uh let's play a little game right here. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, hold on to your butts, people, because this is gonna be a hell of an episode. <laughs> um so let let's take kind of that same approach, but let's each create a TV show around something kind of modern like that. And, and I'll start if you want me to, cause I got an idea and you can okay. follow me. All right. Okay. So <clears throat> this is a TV show about <laughs> a police detective that starts off and he's pursuing a bad guy in his car. Right but he gets into a really bad car accident okay and and getting behind after that accident getting behind the vehicle is extremely uh causes ptsd he can't drive but he's like the world's greatest like detective police guy okay so 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 his whole thing is like like uh kind of like monk how he's afraid of germs and everything and you know, yes. OCD. He can't be inside a car or near a car. Well, like he just, he just can't drive it. Okay. And, okay. But he, he cannot also, be, behind, can he be inside of it while someone else is driving? No. That's okay. So, okay. So he's afraid of being inside right. vehicle transportation. Right. Okay. <laughs> so I'm trying anyway, to figure out the parameters. Yeah. So anyway, he's on administrative leave to try to figure this out. They're like, you're the world's greatest detective, but damn it, you need to be inside of a vehicle somehow. Right. Okay. (laughs) It doesn't have to make sense. John is television. No, I hear you. Yeah. Hey, we all have to have a gimmick. What's that hook? Right. So anyway, his uncle is like a mad scientist. Okay. Right. And he goes to visit his uncle. And his uncle says, I have just the thing for you. And he breaks out a hoverboard. And I'm not talking about the Back to the Future hoverboard. I'm talking about those hoverboards. that The ones it, that, that get hurt people all the time and, and the ba- batteries explode all the time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> okay. Right? And, and the, so the scientist said, I've created a means for you to get around and do things without a car. And and so it's like he uses that, that's that hoverboard, but it's like a tricked out hoverboard, right? Like the hoverboard can, you know, then become like, say it can become us like, a segue and the hoverboard like talks to you and so you know it, it be it's its own character right so it's it, kit right well okay but, it, but it's a hoverboard <laughs> you just don't get it it's a drug designed to give worms to ex-girlfriends well what else can it do <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> it's a drug designed to give worms to ex-girlfriends they just don't get it <laughs> but it's a hoverboard the hoverboard talks the the hoverboard i mean the, it's like you know so like you know he's on administrative leave and he's he, and and the guy doesn't believe the hoverboard right but the hoverboard believes in the guy it, it, you know <laughs> so 
And we're going to hit the most quote supportive hoverboard. Right. He's ever encountered. Right. So, it will always keep him on balance. Right. So like, so like, you know, he's like, yeah, Unc, I'll take this hoverboard. Unk. <laughs> yeah, Unc, I'll take this hoverboard home, right? And so he's carrying the hoverboard. Hey, guess what? A crime happens and a guy's running away. Someone yells, hey, get him. Uh, he's getting in his vehicle. You can't get him without a vehicle. And he's standing there like helpless. Well, then the hoverboard like jumps off his back and like picks him up like arms come out of the hoverboard and forcefully puts this guy on and the hoverboard and the guy's like whoa whoa i mean i know i can't drive but man this is pretty good right <laughs> i mean i gotta stand i can't sit exactly. <laughs> it's like i'm skiing <laughs> so he pulls up on the hoverboard you know beside him and he's like and and the guy the criminal driver is like what is this guy on a hoverboard you know and how fast <laughs> is this guy <laughs> So then he, he catches the bad guy and like, you know, the police captain's like, you know, you know, calls him back. Oh, you were the greatest detective ever. It looks like you and the hoverboard are going to come on board the force again. On board is the name of the uh, name of the show. Right. On board. <laughs> <laughs> on board. Yeah. On board. See, the robot hoverboard was never a, you know, he... he 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 was made a uh, what do they call it an acting deputy or something like that. <laughs> so it's all on. It's, so it's all above. No, this is what it's called. It's called above board, not on board. It's above board. <laughs> um, I gotta tell you, uh, you take that into any network, and yeah. they tell you to get the fuck out of the room. <laughs> they might even pull a gun or a knife. Let's hope it's a knife, not a gun. Except for maybe Quibi. <laughs> Quibi might be like, you know what? We can make that work in, in four or five minutes. There will be people that are like, you know what? Are you sick? Uh, you know, go cough on him. Go cough on him right now. <laughs> Get him out of the room. <laughs> we don't like you. We want you to leave. Right. And take your prop with you. They throw a hoverboard at you. <laughs> and then the, when they throw it at me, it explodes. <laughs> <laughs> okay john now i know that's a hard act to follow it is um honestly i thought you were gonna go with like i didn't know you're gonna go hoverboard i was thinking like he's gonna be like on different types of every week it'll change it'll he'll be on a different type of non-car like a unicycle or or a bike built for two when he's you know like he when he's trying to solve a crime and he has he has like someone who's like a person of interest with him <laughs> Well, hey, that the hoverboard is is magic. Now you did reference the the hoverboard as a robot. It's not a robot. It's a hoverboard. With, but you said it could talk, so it has AI. So it's a robot. It's a sentient. It's, a, it's an android type of thing. It is a. You said it grew fucking arms and picked them up. <laughs> it's a sentient hoverboard. Okay. It can do anything. Right. But it's his roommate too, and it's like a an, right. It's like an Oscar and Felix odd couple it thing. <laughs> but that's the thing, man, is that the hoverboard gets pissed off when you call it a robot, and so it's like bad guys. Uh, hey, you and that robot, and the hoverboard's like, I'm not. <laughs> fuck that guy. We're he not. Throws no he throws pieces of his battery that explode. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yes. Okay. So. Um, I don't know if I could follow that. That's a pretty tall order, Nordberg. It's going to take me a few days on that one. Right. Well, <laughs> I really uh, don't think I can. I don't think I can come up with. I'm good at adding on. I don't think I'm good at creating right. like right on the spot. Johnny on the spot. I don't think mm-hmm. I could do that. <laughs> well, I mean, instead of a above board, you could call it like, you know, uh, hoverboard and detective Joe or something like that. I like it where it's a double entendre. Those are always fun for me. Like, uh, like what's a good, uh, shit. I'm looking around here. What's a good <laughs> I can't find it. I got a ton of posters. I can't find a double entendre. Shit, they're all like like one is Friday the Thirteenth. Jason takes Manhattan. That's to the point, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that uh, th- that uh, whole obsession with uh, vehicles needs to come back. I think. Yeah, Belsey is. There's nothing like that on on TV right now, is there? Yeah, it doesn't really seem like it. You think it's because everything everything went green, so it was kind of like let's not kind of like the, someone has a big monster truck, and you know that thing gets like five miles to get to the gallon and stuff. It's another. It, it goes, excuse me, I just burped. Uh, and you know how people are very impressionable, like oh, what a big old truck like that too, hey? Well, I mean, and there you go. Bigfoot uh, was a monster truck that a lot of people, I mean, it was very popular. I mean, mm-hmm. shit, the truck was more popular than the driver that was in it. You know, it, it spawned like toys and stuff. Yeah. Toys. Before. Car- there was a cartoon. It was, <laughs> it was in, um, uh, cannonball run two, I believe. Oh, with Jamie Farr. Yeah. And, uh, wa- former Washington Redskins quarterback, Joe Theismann. Oh, <laughs> I just think of LT when he got him. Click. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and he broke his, was he broke his femur? Yeah. It was, yeah. Oh, good night. Yeah. And uh, we're not a sports podcast, John. So I didn't mean to uh, accidentally mix our sports in with our horror. Well, no, the horror is that he, he broke his femur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a goddamn horror show, sir. <laughs> yes. Yes. And speaking of uh, horror shows, man. Uh, the last time we talked, we were, uh, uh, Joe Bob had only done, it was the, the first and second episodes of, uh, the, uh, last drive-in on yeah. shutter. And since then, there's been we, two, two more episodes since we had our last show, which, uh, the first week was, uh, Maniac and Heathers. Mm-hmm. Uh, had you, you had you ever watched Maniac before watching it on Joe Bob? I watched the Elijah Wood version of Maniac. Is that any good? Nah. Nah. <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to down any kind of horror and or an attempt of horror, but it just it wasn't my bag. An attempt of horror. <laughs> it it was it was an attempt. Um yeah, I just because he's such a little guy, it just made me go. Because I remember seeing like that 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 freeze frame of him scalping some some chick on a bed. You're like, oh, that looks pretty gnarly. But I oh, never, yeah. I just never went and watched it. I just was like, hey, I'm like, I was like, how 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 did he lure them? They're like, oh, he's cute, like a like a like a chihuahua. He's a tiny little guy. <laughs> well, you know, because uh... Joe Spinell in the original is a he's a huge dude. And oh you're like, yeah. yeah, you can see him grabbing someone. Well, the thing about Elijah Wood, uh, 
I thought Elijah Wood was pretty terrifying in Sin City. Uh, Kevin, I'll be yeah. seeing you later, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He was good in that. So, I mean, the potential's there. Uh, I just, I guess I needed to see the original. And, and while, having watched now the original Maniac, it's... Uh, that's a grimy movie too, man. Oof. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's that's as I wouldn't say as grimy as Bloodsucking Freaks, but that's a that's a it's a grimtastic film. <laughs> oh, know? absolutely, Ooh. absolutely, and it definitely seems like uh, again Friday the Thirteenth Part Eight. Jason goes to Manhattan, <laughs> tried to portray that kind of griminess, but they couldn't manufacture the level of actual griminess that was in maniac or because i was like because they really shot that in vancouver because uh because maniac uh tom savini was saying that and i think also joe bob they didn't have uh permits for like yeah anything so they just they would shoot and then run <laughs> it was like very ed wood yeah and they really did capture it you know they because i remember yeah you texted me you're like oh this is like really gross this is like old new york i like old new york movies like nighthawks yeah, yeah, you watched that like a few weeks ago. So watched it. Um, it's not a great movie, but it's got some good scenes in it. Like, uh, and, and then you're like, yeah, when I was watching it, like, man, what's his face? You can see why he, uh, like, House Alone had become a, um, because if anyone else had been in it, it might have been like kind of crappy. Not to say it was a great movie, but uh, right. you can see how why he became a, a movie star. And uh, Rudger Hauer, man, yeah. He, because I mean, they made him kind of over the top in parts, but then there's some scenes you're like, man, he's very creepy in this. Yeah, like that whole disco scene in Nighthawks. That was a good scene. It was. I was like, why is it going so long? But then you're like, okay, I get it. That's a really good scene. Right, and you know, Stallone with a beard, you can't go wrong. <laughs> and Stallone dressing up as a lady. <laughs> yeah, at the very beginning. Yeah, they, book, they bookend it. Uh, spoilers. They bookend it. I won't yeah. go into details at the end though. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, uh, yeah, um, not my favorite movie, but uh, what, Nighthawks. It, yeah, but it was, uh, it was a watch. It was, it was a movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. As in, you know, a cast got together and made something. Yes, it was definitely. A, a, yeah, it, uh, yes, <laughs> there was a camera involved, I believe. Uh, um. Oh, but then Heather's. That uh, I hadn't watched that in years. That's a really good movie. I a really love, good movie. I love Heather's. I try to watch Heather's at least once a year. Um, I try to watch it once a week. <laughs> <laughs> Not to that extent. No. I think that kid's on the list. Don't trust that kid. <laughs> so Heather's for me was at a time, you know, again when that gateway to horror kind of opened up for me. You know. Mm -hmm. Oh, allergies. Woo. Yeah. <clears throat> That's what it is. Yeah. It was that, <laughs> that gateway to, to horror uh, because, you know, it is kind of like a dark comedy. Now I did sit down and watch this with Regan. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Uh, there were some, I think by this point in, in his, uh, in his life, uh, he understands uh, bad words and stuff like that you know uh he you know just because he's heard them he hasn't run around and said them unless i've asked him to say them um 
I, I remember he was about to drop one when we were playing the Indiana Jones board game. Yes. <laughs> and we're all like shocked, like, whoa. And he goes, I didn't say it. And we're like, whoa. But the, the, right. it, it was rolling out way too easy and quick. <laughs> well, you know, he's a, he's a tiny human as long as I know. he doesn't say it at, at Dude, school. I started, I started cursing at fifth, uh, five years old. Yeah. And I learned it all from my mom. Right. <laughs> Mouth like a sailor. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so with with this though, uh, you know, rewatching it and everything, and having to explain some of the things uh, in Heather's tomb was kind of interesting. It was like watching it with a new set of eyes, I guess, in a way. Definitely, yeah. Uh, and. Um, but the fact that, you know, he uh, was kind of processing the humor of big fun, you know, the teenage suicide. <laughs> yeah. Don't do it. <laughs> and, and kind of learning, you know, how sarcastic the movie is because people are generally kind of acting the way you would expect people to act. Yeah. Yeah, they actually, it is kind of real, the, the reaction, because there's a lot of apathy. Right. And, and especially the parents. Right. And then it's like, God, I can't stop burping. Um, uh, speaking, the reason why I keep on burping, I'm drinking Perrier. Perrier. It was mineral water. It was the evidence. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but uh, yeah, it's like, it's very like, if it's not affecting me, even when like seeing when, uh, when she goes into the room, the mother and finds Winona hanging and it's like, Oh, and she wasn't like crying. She's like, she just was like, oh, I should have let you get that job. Right. And it, I like, I think anyone else would have been like, Oh, they were like, right. she, like she, her reaction was not as motherly as I thought it would have been. No, her it's reaction, because of, it's, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, her reaction was, you know, Oh, this is my fault. Yeah, yeah exactly. Going back to it's 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 about me, not the person. Right, and uh, and uh, just uh, last night we had uh, two more movies. Mm -hmm. um, uh, weekend three of Joe Bob. Yes. What, what the, oh, I thought you were waiting on me. Oh, uh, the two first movies. One, first brain, one, brain damage. Yes. Right? No. Yeah. First one's brain damage. Uh, it was um, same director who did. Um, Basket case and Frankenhooker, Frank Hinton Luker, I believe his name. And uh, how far did you get in that? Because I watched it. You, you, we were we were talking before the we were recorded before the show, and you said you fell asleep when? Uh, I fell asleep um, just after. Well, when the LSD kind of tripping balls part of the movie started, I did see the uh, cameo from the uh, the woman, the girlfriend from Bat Basket Case was in it. Yeah, I did see that. The girlfriend? Oh, I thought I thought it was the lady who said "What's in the basket?" Yeah, or what, whatever. <laughs> yeah, she, I mean, yeah, she, yeah, because the old people are like, yeah, "Have yeah. you seen our Elmer?" <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, but I mean, obviously I'm going to go back and watch. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I just, uh, I just, oh, no. on a Friday Dude, night. I've been up since that day yesterday. I, I got up at seven. So I, I was in and out watching brain damage, but I got through it. And then when they announced the second movie, I was like, okay, it's 1130. I gotta go to bed. Right. And I'm like, and I'm like, I'm officially old. <laughs> I was like, I'll catch it on the rerun. I'm tired. But uh, yeah, the second movie 
Aqua, Dario Argento Italian flick. Yeah. Blood Red, which I've seen. And I haven't. So, so, and I'm probably going to lose a lot of my cred to the uh, horror nerds and stuff. I don't think so. Uh, But um, Italian horror, I mean, I, I, uh, okay I've, I've seen it i mean i just it's that's like saying you know the spaghetti westerns and stuff like that i i get it you know um, so, so a lot of it's hit and miss and yeah. it's a lot of more a lot more miss but the the big ones you will be like oh okay i know about that one right. like like uh, like zombie with an eye right or uh, superior, the, the, you know yeah um like that. I mean, um i'm trying to think of some other ones uh Oh, like, uh, yeah, 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 all that. Because <laughs> when I think of Italian horror, I start going to, I'm like, they were definitely influenced by Hammer and said, we can go further. We can get way gorier. Right. Because Hammer was like, hey, we, we're showing you blood compared mm-hmm. to the old Universal stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Italian's like, oh, yeah? Oh, you think you can show blood? <laughs> well, guess we're going to show Viscera. We're gonna show show a lot of stuff, and yeah. and then they also hit you. Some of the stuff is just creepy too if they do it right. Like yeah. again, those two eyes staring through the door or the window, mm-hmm. um, in Suspiria, that freaks me. It still creeps me out to this day. I'm like, Nyeh. yes, that creepy scene, dude. And then the hand comes through. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any um, any uh, cool musings by uh, the King of the Drive-In? Well, I only watched the first one. Uh, apparently, the guy who starred in it, it was his first acting role. Uh, Brian Hurst, I believe the guy's name was. Oh, Ryan Hurst, right? Ryan, Ryan Hurst. There we go. Uh, yeah, it was his first first thing he'd ever been in. But he went on to do a bunch of soup soap operas. Mm-hmm. And, like that. and apparently, when they, uh, they did the... Um, he went to the opening at the Egyptian... In uh, in L.A., it was only him and his family. There was no one else in the theater, and he was like, "Oh my God, what have I done?" <laughs> and he said it was like from their recount, I guess from Ryan, it was very embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think. Is there anything else? Oh, at the very end, uh, the end of this, the movie, a uh, subway scene. Um, I forgot his name. The the guy the the guy from Basket Case ca- came in, sat down right across from him, oh, holding wow. a basket. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it turns out like he just he'd shaved his head when he came and he had a crew cut. He showed up on set. They're like, oh my God, what are you, what? Because mm-hmm. he always had long hair and he's like, hey, what's up? And they're like, oh, we got to, they put a wig on him. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and they were able to find a basket that looked almost exactly like the old one, which apparently was hard to find. Huh. Uh, yeah. But um, the, yeah, the, the other movie uh, that Frank, Hinton Luker uh, directed is Frankenhooker, which I've seen years ago. Um, the trailer's great. The the movie is kind of meh. It's very much, of course, Frankenstein, and and it meets um, the the thing that wouldn't die. The Jan in the pan, the head, the old black and white movie. Yeah, that's pretty much Frankenhooker. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, that was a segue into no, no, no. Nothing. <laughs> that's fine um so i mean it'll be interesting to see i mean it's weird to think that we're already three weeks into this Mm -hmm. that Uh, means only seven seven more shows to go because it's 10 weeks yeah so it's um it's kind of uh i don't know it's 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 kind of one of those things where you wish it uh 
you know, wouldn't, wouldn't seemingly go by as quickly. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm just happy that it's back and I'm sure it'll come back for a season three. Cause I'm sure the numbers are doing very well, especially now because everyone's at home. Right. You know? So yeah, it's not like, Hey, I'm going to go out on Friday night. Mm, not for another maybe month. <laughs> right. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, this weekend, obviously, uh, we are heading into Mother's Day, John. This. Mother's. Mother's Day. How are you? Happy Mother's <laughs> Day. Say hello to your mother. <laughs> hey, tell your mother I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> well, uh, you know, the, the thing about just about anything right is there are always some elements of horror to to stuff and we were actually uh talking earlier this week and everything about you know mother's day mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh but you know i mean started the show off with a mommy dearest reference mm -hmm. which uh makes sense because for me uh seeing that you know as a as a young child with uh Faye, was it Faye Dunaway? Faye Dunaway, yeah. Yeah, with the white uh the the cream on her face. And oh, and she's spazzing the shit out. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah. that for for a young kid to see that it's scary as shit, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's horrifying, dude. Yeah. So uh so we are going to actually talk about some horror related mothers if if the uh, horror genre it has anything it definitely has uh, a way of incorporating holidays into horror movies yes. <laughs> and, and mother's day is no exception <laughs> right right and um you know i know that uh we we've kind of have both uh researched a little bit mm -hmm. uh I've i got quite a lot yeah uh, and and i was gonna follow your lead on that because um, I actually have one, uh, that's, um, going to be kind of probably, it, I'm, I'm guessing it's a hundred percent not on your list. Um, I went for more ones I watched okay, and, and older ones. Well, I watched this one and it's actually kind of a newer film. It, it just, uh, actually dropped on Hulu. It's, um, it's a, you had mentioned hammer earlier. This mm -hmm. is a hammer movie. Oh. And it's called The Lodge. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it was supposed to hit the theaters, but then the virus hit. Uh, doesn't it have uh, Finn Wolfharden in it? So, no, it doesn't. Oh, then I'm um, getting that confused with another movie. <laughs> yeah. So, The Lodge actually has um, a, a pretty decent cast. Um, it's got uh, Riley... Uh, Keo as, as Grace uh, in the film, and she's actually kind of one of the uh, uh, the stars uh, of the movie. She's she was in Mad Max: Fury Road, um, and um, has has been in some some other stuff like Riverdale, um, the Joe Paterno movie, you know, kind of uh, a, a few other things. Alicia Silverstone is in it. 
<laughs> I'll be. Uh, is she doing her monthly duty by chewing her food and spitting it back in her kid's mouth? Remember that video? Gross. Yeah. No. Um. Gross, Batgirl. Gross. She is in it. Um. Not very long. Uh. Because the premise of the movie, uh, is a um. It, it's a a woman, a mother, uh, and her children. And uh, they're, I guess, going to visit, um, I guess, her and her husband are separated. Alicia Silverstone uh, has the kids. And one of the kids is actually played by um, uh, by one of the main kids in It. Uh, so when you said Finn Wolfhard, it's actually uh, Jaden Martell who played Georgie's older brother. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Bill. Bill. Yes, he played Bill. Um, and Alicia Silverstone, uh, talks to the, uh, uh, the father, the father's like, we need to finalize this divorce because I'm going to be marrying this other woman, Grace. Well, Grace isn't exactly the way Alicia Silverstone's character handles the news because, um, she shoots herself in the head. Like she, uh, Talk about spoilers. <laughs> no, I mean, but see, that's the thing is that it can be a spoiler, but it's, um, the way it goes off is kind of jarring mm-hmm. <laughs> and out of left field, but it's very central to the plot because, um, well, not only is she, you know, obviously a love letter to Batman fans of what needed to be done with her portrayal of Batgirl. Oh, wow. The, um, that's, that's harsh. <laughs> well, that's hey, harsh. Ryan Reynolds killed himself over Green Lantern. So. Yeah, but, that, but yeah, but it was, it was, it was, it was meant for that. <laughs> You're just going, yeah, you know what? Yeah, I'm glad she, I'm glad her character's dead because of Batman. <laughs> terrible. It is terrible. But but no, for real. It's um so that you know kind of uh starts events mm-hmm. where uh the father takes the two children and uh his new fiance, which obviously they're pushing back against, uh as you do it's Christmas break. We're going to go out to a secluded lodge in the middle of fucking nowhere where there's a snowstorm and all of that. I did see this trailer. I thought that, Oh, I got it confused with the other one with Finn. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I know. I know what movie you're talking about now. Okay. So, so um, he's like, you, Hey, you watch my kids. I gotta go. I gotta split. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He does. Now you come, come to find out that this, uh, this woman grace is actually a survivor of a religious cult like you do yeah hey she's the only one who didn't get the chemical castration and get the nikes in heaven's gate good for you grace you go grace right be strong grace so the um but i'm telling you as far as the mood um it, it is a a little bit of a slow burn mm-hmm. you definitely get that um uh hereditary and um uh uh what is the other one uh midsummer kind of vibe to it mm-hmm. i'm not comparing this to those movies uh because i feel like those movies are much better than this one mm-hmm. 
Uh, but uh, for the fact that it is, uh, you know, Mother's Day and you have a mother killing herself uh, over her failed marriage and a uh, seemingly uh, normal but, you know, crazy, um, you know, kind of mother surrogate kind of going into uh, a little bit of uh, isolation, weirdness, mm-hmm. kind of... Uh, Tomfoolery. Yes. Hijinks. Yes. Murderous uh, hijinks. But I, I do have to recommend it. I think it's a good watch. Um, it, there are definitely some creepy uh, elements and parts of it. And even though you know Alicia Silverstone, what she does... It's just the way that it happens. That's not mm. going to spoil it for you. Right. And so uh, starting off uh, with something new, uh, I would, you know, definitely suggest The Lodge. The Lodge. Or The, the Hulu. Lodge. Hulu. Turn on The Hulu, yes. Um, I got one yeah. back, starting back in 1964. Mm. Director was William Castle. Uh, you, you remember William Castle, right? Yeah, of Castle and McCormick? No, that's Hardcastle and McCormick, and you're wrong. Oh, um, uh, William Castle, he did like the Tingler, yeah. uh, uh, the House on Haunted Hill. He had all those like those those um, gimmicks, you know, for the movies. Yeah. Hey, didn't he also direct the sequel to the Tingler? It was called the French Tingler. It was called the uh, the Minkler. <laughs> uh, it's a guy who'd like to mingle at, at parties. Yeah, yeah. My it wasn't a horror movie. It was like a 10-minute short. The Mingler. <laughs> he always had a fresh glass of wine. What? Was, <laughs> the French went Tingler. It went, it went completely uh, uh, the French Tingler. I would have rather see the French Tinkler. <laughs> it's a Frenchman who likes to just piss everywhere. <laughs> I didn't mean you don't that. see it. You just hear it. The Tinkler. <laughs> French Tinkler. Yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. <laughs> So we're, let's go back, hold on, uh, uh, to, uh, all right, the, the, 1965, right? 1964, William Castle directed movie called Straight Jacket. Now, we saw a 15-minute, 16-millimeter um, short of this. Yes. Uh, it stars Joan Crawford, of, <laughs> of all people. Interesting. Um, through, uh, though still mentally shaky, convicted axe murderess Lucy Harbin, played by, <gasps> yeah, played by yeah. Joan Crawford, is released from the asylum where she uh, was was sent 20 years ago for slaying her unfaithful husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lucy goes to stay at her brother's farm to reconnect with her grown daughter, Carol, played by Diane Baker, uh, who saw her mother chop her father to pieces when she was a child. Uh, Carol helps Lucy, the daughter helps the mother, regain her old glamorous look, mm-hmm. but suspects that history might be repeating itself when anyone who angers her mother turns up hacked up to death. Uh, the film marks the first big screen appearance of Lee Majors in an uncredited role uh, in Crawford uh, as Crawford's husband. So she play like Lee Majors plays the the guy who gets chopped up by yeah. Joan Crawford. Uh, the film's plot makes a uh, makes use of psychological abuse method known as gaslighting. Uh-huh. Uh, William Castle, known for his gimmicks, uh, gave out plastic bloody axes uh, to the audience members in attendance. He was also known for Emerjo and for uh, from the House on Haunted Hill and Percepto from the Tingler. Percepto was the the chairs that would vibrate. Uh-huh. You thought yeah. the Tingler went under, and Emerjo is when uh, they had the pl- the plastic skeleton uh, 
on wires float above the crowd whenever yeah. a skeleton came on, uh, on on screen on in a house on haunted hill cool um you got another one you want me to go next um well i just uh, kind of hanging with this there's a uh-huh. little bit of a plot twist in that movie without giving away too much right uh i can't remember well, i mean yeah yeah they, the, the whole thing was yeah yeah uh there was a plot twist, but I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to say what it was because of, yeah, because like the, the, yeah. well, yeah, screw it. You know, the movie's like from 64. That's what I was about to say, John. <laughs> yeah. Hey, baby, I always look at this. Um, <laughs> any movie is someone's first movie that they could have, they did not have seen it before. That's true. Okay. Spoilers on straight Jack from 1964. <laughs> She's in a fragile emotional state from being locked up. And so she, they're trying to, I think it's the brother is trying to get, get insurance or something, get her back into the, the loony bin so he can make money off her. Like, cause I think he was before. Cause back then I think the state would probably give them, uh, give money to the family so they could take care of the person in, in the bin. Uh, but yeah, he's going around killing people and making her think that she's doing it. So that's really, and I forgot who played the brother. I think it was, uh, I thought, uh, it was, I thought it was, um, Carol. Uh, Lucy's daughter. Oh, the daughter? Oh shit! Yeah, she you was the one that did the killings, dude. You know what? Maybe you're right. Shit. Shit. <laughs> Straight jacket. Damn, it's been a while since I saw it. The Damn climax it. of the film reveals that the murders have actually been committed by Carol. Damn it! That's what it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. What the hell? Oh, the, then I think they were trying to make you think it was the brother at some point. Right. Never mind. I was drunk when we watched that 15 minute version. Yeah. <laughs> and i i've seen it before but i i did i barely remembered never mind there we go yeah uh, okay. so <laughs> yeah when carol kills she disguised herself as his mother even wearing a mask she created duplicate <sighs> mother's head and that's what it was yeah all this has been done in hopes that somehow with michael's parents out of the way she could marry the handsome wealthy young man there we go that's the one yeah. shit and of course, as the film ends, the uh, Lucy Jane Crawford calmly accepts responsibility for her daughter's illness and hatred and announces that she is going to visit Carol in the hospital where she is now confined. Oh. Uh, so, yeah. There it so, is. I totally fucked that up. <laughs> I mean, it's not like an M. Night Shyamalan type of thing, but it sounds like, it, for the time, probably a really interesting who's done it. What a twist. Yes. So. Uh, but no, keep the ball rolling, sir. What you got next? Uh, 1973 movie called The Baby. The Baby? <laughs> no, yeah. The, the <laughs> social worker Ann Gentry is fascinated by the case of Mrs. Wadsworth and her fully grown son, who has the mind and behavior of a baby. Oh. Her, her interest fast becomes obsession and leads to a bizarre and violent conclusion. The baby. The baby. <laughs> Grown man being treated like a baby. <laughs> you know, that's uh there are websites where you can see that kind of stuff, John. Hey. hey meet meet me here at 8 p.m. later tonight <laughs> on oh. Zoom. Uh Ramsey, where's a diaper? <laughs> where's my binky? Give me money. I'm sick man. <laughs> hey, I told I told you we could not promote your YouTube channel on our podcast, John. Uh, that was uh, a completely different venture. What uh, would the name be? <laughs> <laughs> oops <laughs> baby oops that fart. Yes. I got nothing. Um there's a movie from 1974 called Frightmare. Uh 
two decades ago, Edmund, played by Rupert Davis, or Davies, and Dorothy Yates, played by Sheila Keith, were placed in an insane asylum after it was proven they were cannibals who killed and eaten six people. Wow. Now they've been set free and they're put on, uh, sorry, put upon daughter, Jackie, is beginning to suspect that they may not have been entirely reformed. Oh, as various young people start to disappear from the area around her parents' cabin, she and her boyfriend begin looking for evidence. So it's it's a it's a husband and wife that get let out of the loony bin for because they're convicted as insane as uh they they were con- convicted as being insane, mentally insane because of cannibalism, and it seems like they were let out, and then the the daughter has to take care of mom and dad. <laughs> How about that Mother's Day, huh? It was like, um, yeah, just uh, bring bring over a friend you don't like. Right. <laughs> I brought someone over for dinner. <laughs> now you you probably have this on your list, John. But when I think of Mother's Day, mm-hmm. I think of a very iconic horror mother. And that is Mrs. Voorhees, the original killer in Friday even, the 13th. I didn't even put that on my list. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, a mother's love so big that she would go and seek revenge against the people that she felt killed her child. Well, um, clearly the ones in the 80s didn't kill her kid. <laughs> well, no. Maybe but, the ones back at what was it, the late fifties? And the, the that flashback scene in the beginning? Apparently. I, yeah, so yeah. Them, the timeline yeah, sure. the timeline's all fucked up. Yeah, at this point, how old Jason how old would Jason be? I think he was born in the fifties. He'd be so. ninety seven. Is is that right? I don't know. Shit. Not, <laughs> well, and also too, remember the whole timeline screwed up for it uh is. Yeah, because I think uh, Man- uh, Manhattan would have taken place in 2002, I think, right. by the math. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> Something crazy. Uh, but none of, none of the Friday the 13th or whatever wouldn't have happened, you know, had dear old mom, you know, uh, gone around and, and, and killed people. Now, obviously, she met her end at, I mean, spoilers, if you haven't seen Friday the 13th. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> See, that one I wouldn't worry about doing that. Right. Uh, <laughs> Mrs. Voorhees uh, gets her head chopped. And this act pretty much either... It spawned, it spawned the franchise. Well, it did. It spawned the franchise. But, I mean, there's also one Well, you know, you can look at it from either way. Did Jason really die? Well, I don't think he did from how they, the first, the, the next two movies, two and three, because, right. you know, he, he, he didn't, it wasn't until he actually died. And then he came back slower because they had him running around right, like, like goddamn marathon. <laughs> like right. he's, this guy's cardio is off the chain, dude. <laughs> but it's, um, it's one of those things where if Mrs. Voorhees went around killing, uh, counselors for you know uh having killed her her child you would think that they would have recovered a body right or no or that they never does she say they never recovered the body you know what that doesn't come to mind i don't think that's even ever mentioned see that's the thing so 
And I'm sure that the uh, makers of Friday the 13th never considered that there would be two guys talking about it or legions of fans talking about it <laughs> yeah. years down the road. It's just, yeah. just like, hey, you know what? This movie, it is what it is, right? Well, you got to remember when they did the second movie, they're like, well, hold on. Uh, let's bring him back. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Look, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Maybe in their idea, they had a funeral and stuff, but no, no, they'd never talk about it. Right. So that's how that all is. Is like because we gotta we gotta make some sense of this bullshit. <laughs> we get we gotta make that money. <laughs> well, I mean, if you believe in a friggin' yacht going from a lake to an ocean, then anything's can, possible. Yes, <laughs> but but theoretically, or or you look at it this way: Ms. Voorhees loved her son so much that she killed. Well. All of these. Uh, she was also nuts. Well, you know, it's the, I mean, <laughs> I, I get, she I, was hearing as well. Oh, my, my bad. I, I, I get what you're saying. But let's also kind of look at it from today's climate, right? If someone kills a child or, or unknowingly kills a child, real talk, <laughs> right? Sorry, I'm like, I did not expect it. Well, no, I mean, but, 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 I mean, so my thing is that was Mrs. Voorhees really all that crazy? Yeah, she was hearing his voice. Kill mommy. Kill, yeah, she was nuttier than, she was nuttier than fucking squirrel turds, dude. Right, but the fucking, the, the, the death of her child, I mean, the death of, of, of someone very beloved to you. Clearly not, because apparently the dude wasn't dead. She didn't, they, like you said, they didn't go looking for him to. So, yeah, I'm going to just chalk her up. There. You know what? <laughs> the Crystal Lake can't go looking for his body. Right. It's done. <laughs> so no one was held accountable for the death or whatever. You know, no one served time for negligence. The camp was still open and operating. Until, she, that- until the first murders, yeah. Right. I mean, so wasn't that much shit? They were bringing it back, though, right? In part two and part yeah, third. Yeah. yeah, like 20 something years later. Yeah. And so, hey, it's Camp Forrest Green now or whatever. You know, but, but I mean, still. <laughs> it's Camp Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got my eye on you. <laughs> yeah. He's got his eye. On, he's got his eyes on many people <laughs> at the same time. But, but without her, her love, her undying love for her child. I mean, it really, it, that, you know, it spawned the rest of the movies for Jason to kill for his mother uh, because of what had been done. And well, yeah, they're both shithouse crazy. <laughs> this dude was living out in the woods for 20 something years. See, and again, that's, that's the, I guess, mm-hmm. I guess, I mean, mm-hmm. It's just a shame that she, I mean, they couldn't find a mongoloid child wandering out in the, what, mm. in, in the, the term they used, mongoloid? In the movie, yes. Yeah. We don't <laughs> yes. support that kind of language here on the Plastic Family. Hey, I run a clean show here. Yes. Um, but that child out in the, uh, I mean, just, I mean, he, he could, he, he couldn't survive. Well, he survived he drowning. He became a survivalist like Rambo out there. Okay. He did. <laughs> All right. He knew he learned to because believe me, he learned to to to, uh, to dress himself. He's wearing those overalls. Right, right. He figured out, let me put a bag over his head so I'm more appealing. <laughs> so he well, had some type of intellect. 
he ate he ate rabbits and stuff like that had his own uh, shack grubs right <laughs> he had his own shack and then of course he had his beloved mother's decapitated head yeah i gotta tell you what i don't oh yeah it was only like the next year so yeah I, hmm hmm yes yeah i, I don't think it, we, he had to learn some taxidermy because it would have preserved that especially because he had no insulation in there and it would have been real stinky right yeah yeah so <laughs> So there's one other movie that I'm going to see if it's on your list mm -hmm. that I can think of from a horror standpoint has to be one of the best Mother's Day movies to watch, and that is the original Friday the 13th. I do not have that one. Okay. No. Well, there, there's one other, and I'll see if it's on your list. And if what you don't that? mention it soon, I will, I will point it out. But uh, what, what, which one do you have next? Next one, uh, Carrie, 1976. <laughs> They're all going to laugh at you. Exactly. The crazy, overbearing, religious mother. Yeah. Uh, it was uh, directed by Brian De Palma, adapted from the novel by Stephen King. Withdrawn and sensitive teen Carrie White, uh, played by Sissy Spacek, faces taunting from classmates at school and abuse from her fanatical, pious mother, Piper Laurie, at home. Plug it up! Oh, the, the dogs come sniffing they can sniff around they sniff it that's that was how she sounded <laughs> oh. uh, pious like spongebob that that's porous oh. <laughs> no <laughs> oops <laughs> um uh, when strange occurrences start happening around Carrie, she begins to suspect that she has supernatural powers Ooh. invited to the prom by the empathetic tommy ross Yes, the greatest American hero, <laughs> William. <laughs> uh, Carrie tries to let her uh, let her guard down, but things eventually take a dark and violent turn. That is like the best third act in a movie, and a, yes. and and if you look at it, what you just said, um, that ender, the ending of Carrie with the the dream, and uh, the girl, the next door, it wasn't not next door neighbor, but the girl who who felt bad and started trying to help Carrie. I forgot her name. Yeah. Uh, Tommy's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, that whole dream sequence where the hand comes up and it's like that. Ah! <laughs> and the music, uh, the Friday 13th did the exact same thing. Um, uh, Cunningham was like, we got to have a, we got to have a thing. And, and that's where they came up with the idea of Jason. It was all because of Carrie technically. True dad. Yeah. Um, funny story, John. Uh, my prom date also had magic powers. Uh, what powers were those, Rodney? Um, she could make things rise, John. <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna. I thought it was gonna be the opposite. <laughs> I think I say she uh, would leave me with. Uh, <laughs> you know, funny thing, round and blue. <laughs> Funny thing, she wasn't a huge fan of when I threw pig's blood on her either. I don't get it. Yeah, screaming helter skelter. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else you got? You got another one? Because I got a few more here. Okay, all right. Well, then I'm I'm gonna drop a big one, John. <laughs> Make sure you wear a diaper on that one. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, literally, I'm gonna pause. I'm gonna take a shit. I'll be back. In about okay. No. Uh, but for real, um, one of the biggest mother's day kind of movies has to be psycho john i i had that on the list and then i took it off i had it on the list that was the first movie because it's 1960 yes. uh but then i decided to take it off and the reason why is because 
yes, she's in it, but she really isn't. That's the whole thing. It's 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 more of the story. I because I, I I pondered. I pondered on it because I went. It's more of a guy who's insane, who just happened to take over the the idea of his mother. But it's not that he loved him loved her because she was apparently violent and and treated him like like you know treated him like hell. So that's why that's why I took it off my list because I was like, there's some other ones out there. There's, I, I, thought, I thought there was other ones that were more. I mean, it could, it could be, it could, it could be on the list, but I, I, I decided not to have it on there, on mine. Well, uh, the reason why I would think of Psycho as a Mother's Day type of movie is because Norman Bates is pretty much Norman Bates. I mean, essentially, I mean, we're not talking about the canon of the TV show, okay? Or the mo- or the sequels, I guess. The, yeah, but um, the driving uh, force behind norman to me was was his mother whether she was alive or not she put that shit in his head he technically did become her at the end exactly so he and again that goes back to him just being nuts because he had killed her too so <laughs> but i mean you know. the, the voice was still there it's like he became the mother that was so thank you <laughs> she they got him a blanket and he, he had the, that voice it was because you didn't see him say it. You just heard huh. it like off camera. Oh, thank you. And then the fly on the hand. Yeah. When you heard a fly. Oh. <laughs> and take the Vince Vaughn version and throw that shit down the toilet. Oh, that movie's so bad. <laughs> and it had some good actors in it too. It did. A lot of yeah. good. I mean, you know, it's a shot for shot. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, all right. So I get it. Okay. You can have like a stage play, like Death of a Salesman, right? Mm-hmm. And you can do the same kind of thing, you know, just different actors. That doesn't really yeah. always translate on the film, you know? It was kind of like, why would you redo it? Right. It's such a, like, a big movie. It's kind of hard. Like, no one's, no one's, I mean, not this, I, I, which I've never really watched. I've only seen it in pieces, but um, uh, Gone with the Wind, this uh, huge movie. It has, no one's really tried to redo it. Because I think it's like one of those things like, eh, why would you? You know, it's already been done. It's been done and it's been done well. Yeah. You know, pe- people, there's an audience for it. And so, yeah, <laughs> and that's Psycho. Because so, yeah. what's, yeah, cause, uh, what's his name? Who's the guy who plays, uh, damn it, what is the guy who plays Norman? Vince Vaughn. No, in the original, <laughs> Vince uh, Vaughn. <laughs> um, I can't, what is his name? Uh, it's, uh, Anthony Perkins. Thank you, Anthony Perkins. He's great. Yeah. He's a, he's a fantastic actor, like a million times better than Vince Vaughn ever will be. And, you know, I liked him in, in Psycho 2 and the Psycho 3. You know, I, I liked the rest of the Psychos. Mm-hmm. I mean, call me crazy, but I just... You're crazy. <laughs> I, saw, I saw Anthony Perkins in a Western uh, uh-huh. with... Shoot. Fonda, Henry Fonda. Uh-huh. I forgot the name of it, but he was really good. Really good. You're like, man, you see why he kept on doing movies. He's just a really good actor. Very personable. <coughs> Excuse me. So, uh, uh, what else? What, what you got, man? Okay. Uh, the Brood, 1979, David Cronenberg. Uh, a, man is, uh, a, a man's wife is under the care of an eccentric and unconventional psychologist who uses innovative and theatrical techniques to breach the psychological blocks in his patients. When their daughter comes back from a visit with her mother and is covered with bruises and welts, 
The father attempts to bar his wife from seeing the daughter, but faces resistance from the secretive psycho uh, psychologist. Uh, meanwhile, the wife's mother and father are attacked by strange, deformed children, and the man begins to suspect a connection with the psychologist's methods. Have you ever seen The Brood? No, I haven't. Holy shit, it is good. Um, pretty much, it's this uh, husband and wife. Uh, she's going through like this new, like new weird kind of like psychological treatment, and she's she's staying like I guess at this commune kind of thing, and. Uh, Turns out they, because it's Cronenberg, it's body horror. <laughs> yeah. um, she is, she is now producing these children uh, that are like these little weird deformed, like they almost look like uh, I wouldn't want to say Oompa Loompas, but uh -huh. they all have blonde hair, uh, and and they all they're they're all uh, deformed, and but the thing is they're all psychically linked to her. And whenever she's mad at somebody, they go to that person and murder them. Oh, wow. It is good. <laughs> it's okay. creepy because, like, watch the trailer. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, this was uh, conceived by Cronenberg after his, his own acrimonious divorce. He intended uh, the screenplay as a, as a meditation on a fractured relationship between a husband and wife who share a child uh, and cast the, uh, the two leads as loose facsimiles, facsimiles of himself and his ex-wife. <laughs> uh, he would later state uh, that despite its incorporation of science fiction elements, he considered it as sole feature that most embodied a quote classic horror film. Yeah, that that's a good one. It's uh, I think I got the, I think I have it on Criterion. Yeah, there's a Criterion collection of it too, so it's definitely worth picking up. It's uh yeah man, Woo. and it's it's really it's really really tells you like like the it's like a narcissism kind of thing too with the 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 mother is giving birth to these these creature things and when she's not happy with somebody they do her bidding <laughs> well um i think i'm gonna start sleeping with my door locked now <laughs> you should yeah. interesting all right um what else you got on your list sir Nin 1980 trauma classic mother's day <laughs> uh it was directed by charles kaufman uh lloyd's brother yes uh, an insane matriarch and her equally disturbed sons elicit gruesome bodily harm upon three campers. Uh -huh. uh, upon its, its release, Mother's Day received criticism uh, for its depiction of violence and rape and was banned in the United Kingdom by the British Board of Film Classification. Pretty much like their MPAA. Yeah. Um, da -da -da. The film has since developed a cult following. It also has been sub uh, subject to critical analysis from film scholars for its subtextual commentary on consumerism and the prolification, well, proliferation of television and popular culture. A loose remake of the same name was released in 2010. Um, I've never watched Mother's Day, but I always saw the cover, uh, the co well, the cover, and uh, there's always a poster at this yeah. one video store. It was always up. And uh, the woman who played the mother, she was from uh, Car Fifty Four. Where are you? Uh -huh. She played. Uh, she played. Uh, yeah, she played Tootie's wife. <laughs> Interesting. And, and uh, Rebecca Dor Mornay was actually in the remake. She was in the. Okay, gotcha. And so was uh, Sean Ashmore. You know, uh, Iceman. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. Okay, gotcha. Uh, yeah. Um. The. the bu -bu 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 -bu. Oh shoot! I had it and I lost it. Oh fudge! What I was about to say about this movie. Um, 
Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, if you ever watched the trailer for it, yeah. there her two sons. One of them was wearing like this. It became there's like this thing in the '80s where people would wear like these these weird motorcycle leather, like not helmets, uh-huh. but like uh, almost like aviator like. Oh yeah, head yeah, covers. yeah. Like the uh, the the dude from Friday the Thirteenth, right? That's exactly right. Yeah, and uh, and I and and the, one of the guys in this is no different. He wears one of those too. And it reminded me of the, there's a thing called uh, SOV shot on video. Oh yeah, movies. And and I remember seeing a few of those. And there's always the weird. Somehow they took a, excuse me, took a cue from that. I'm guessing maybe it used to be like some old World War II bomber thing that mm-hmm. a grandfather had brought back. And then and then someone, hey, I went through some old stuff, found this in the garage. I'm wearing this. I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, because that became like a staple for like the weird guy <laughs> in the movie from the 80s. And how appropriate. I mean, it's named Mother's Day. Yes, exactly. Here you go. Um, oh, uh, here we go. Are you going with another one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've got, I've got... Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Go, my, my yeah, bad. go ahead. Well, I'm, I don't know if it's on your list or not, but I want to uh, mention a, uh, a cult classic movie, uh, one that I am uh, pretty fond of, uh, and it is from the legendary director, John Waters. And I am talking about the Kathleen Turner starring film, Serial Mom. Do I? I, I think I looked it up, but I, oh no, I have it. I got it right here. Okay. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Serial uh, Mom, uh, Kathleen Turner, Ricky Lake. Uh, it is, I mean, your basic Donna Reed type of, uh, type of mom just, Kind of starts going a little crazy. It's got Matthew Lillard from Scream in it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's um, from 94. Yeah. Uh, it's got uh, the band, uh, the, the uh, grunge band L7 makes an appearance <laughs> yeah. as uh, Camel Lips. Uh, Camel. Yeah. I forgot about that. <laughs> Uh, of course, uh, Ricky uh, Lake is, uh, is in it. Uh, uh, John Waters, you know, kind of uh, mainstay. Um, I'm, oh, yeah, one of his regulars he'd had in other movies. Exactly. You know, you also have, um, uh, you know, Sam Waterston is in it. Um, oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Holy so, cow. Great Gatsby? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, um, it's one of, not just one of, you know, my, my favorite movies, you know, around, you know, kind of this time but it's uh it's one of my favorite movies i i love john waters and it's just the it's um you know uh it's just so funny uh you know waters puts his you know his touch on on everything kind of Mm -hmm. his touch on americana you know uh and serial mom is is no different um you know of course um Patty Hearst and Tracy Lords are also in it, you know, yeah. other, um, you know, John Waters, um, Sean Baltimore. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, um, Matthew Lillard is, is great because, you know, he plays like this, you know, horror movie obsessed type of person. When he finds out his mom is a killer, it kind of changes him, you know? <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and why did, why did she decide to, why did she start becoming a serial killer? What was the catalyst? Uh, someone was eating a a bird, right? 
Mm. One of her son's teachers speaks despair disparagingly of of her, of the boy at a parent teacher conference, oh, and yeah. then she runs over the instructor with her in the parking lot. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, and that's the thing it is like so. As a parent, it is very hard to take um, criticism of your child uh sometimes right and sometimes you have to be like you sit there i wouldn't know i don't have children oh okay <laughs> if someone were to criticize your vhs collection joe eh, they're right <laughs> there's some nuggets of gold and then there's dog shit, More dog shit than gold <laughs> so i mean you can you you, you can kind of you, you can no, I understand because you take it personally because you look right. at your kid as like, well, that's part of me. If you talk bad about them, you talk bad about me, but you gotta, you gotta have like a disconnect between that because mm. individuality. <laughs> but the thing is, is that it's, um, I, you know, most normal people don't run people over a car because of it. That's true. <laughs> but then again, we also live in a society where uh, someone will attack someone or shoot them simply for someone asking them to put on a mask. So uh, who knows, right? Well, humans are, are awful, evil things. So <laughs> yeah. So, um, but, but the thing I love about Serial Mom is just the, um, just the classic John Waters humor the uh the uh mirror that's held up to uh to society and i always think of the trailer when she's in court and she's doing that thing with her legs going yeah. back and forth it's like what is going on <laughs> uh so um so yeah so that that's my uh, i mean i'd have to say probably my my one of my top mother's day horror movie films oh uh, i got one that's that's unconventional but you're gonna go oh okay uh-huh. uh directed by peter jackson 1992 dead alive aka brain dead outside of the united states so here's a uh secret john yeah i've never seen dead alive jeez yes. <laughs> you gotta watch that you know Dude. i I, I watched this that. so many times in high school. I mean, it's insane. Like we had it, we, we recorded it on, on VHS mm-hmm. and I'm not kidding. Like me, Ben and ski ski was the one who's like, have you seen this? And I was like, I have never seen, heard of this movie, dude, you got to watch this movie. This is like one of the goriest movies I've ever seen. Now it's not so like gory where you're like, I want to throw up, yeah. but it's just like, it's nothing but like the, the third act is nothing but carnage. And the, and the going up to that third act, you're like, that's gross. That's gross. They did that. That I mean, it's a, it's a good movie. It's a good horror movie. And that's probably one of my things where, you know, I can handle gore and some, you know, uh, sometimes the gross, if, if it's gross, I put it off. I keep going back to the fly. When oh, it's not like that. Fly, well, when I saw the fly, it's like I had a hard time eating anything for like a week. <laughs> so it's... Um, here we go. The overview of Dead Alive. Overprotective mother Vera Cosgrove uh, spying on her grown son, Lionel, uh-huh. who, uh, played, uh, played by Timothy Balm or Balmy. 
uh, as he visits the zoo with the lovely Paquita. And <laughs> <laughs> um, I believe she's the uh, the maid that works at the mother's house. Uh, is the mother is accidentally bitten by the fearsome uh, some. some Sumatran rat monkey. <laughs> it's a rat monkey. <laughs> you should see this. You guys, I can't believe you've seen, haven't seen this movie. I've seen uh, Rat Monkey. They played at the uh, uh, at a bar downtown, I believe. Rat Monkey. Is that really a band called Rat Monkey? I don't know. But <laughs> rat Monkey and the in the Pooflingers. <laughs> uh, when the bite turns his beloved mother into a zombie, Lionel tries to keep her locked safely in the basement. But her repeated escapes turn most of the neighbors into the walking dead, who, who then crash a high society party thrown by Lionel's boorish uncle, Les. You have to see this movie. Okay. Dead Alive? Oh my god. Dude, there's there are, I mean, not just like like the the the, the gory scenes. There are there's dialogue I still quote today. <laughs> like you have to see this movie. Uh oh, nineteen ninety-two Sleepwalkers. Remember this? Sleep. Oh, now that's a movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> where it's like, yeah. really? No. <laughs> uh, for uh, it was the first Stephen King screenplay not adapted from a book, so he wrote it originally just for the screen. Right. Uh, when newcomers Charles and his mother Mary settle into town, the local residents do not suspect that they're shapeshifters looking to feed on virgin girls. Yes. Uh, Charles quickly befriends innocent and chaste Tanya uh, Madchen Amick. Amic, uh, Shelley from Twin Peaks, uh-huh. uh, when he begins attending high school, uh, hoping to take her life force in order to feed his mother, where they have a very close relationship. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, this, uh, she may learn his true intentions the hard way. Now, I ne- had you ever heard of Sleepwalkers in, in mythology before this movie? Because I, I, this is the only time I've ever heard of this type of thing. So maybe not in mythology now sleepwalkers i'm very familiar with i'm i mean i remember seeing the trailers in the movie theater i never saw it in the theater but as soon as that shit was on vhs you know i watched it i remember ski saw it yeah before uh, like on a friday the reason why i know this is because we were in middle school yes and we were at a uh, i remember it was uh, eight o'clock and we and there was a a, a a dance at our at our battlefield uh, middle <laughs> and i remember we were there and he showed up he's like dude i just saw sleepwalkers and i was like was it good oh man it was great keep some of the special effects it was that morphing bullshit oh, yeah. at the time after t2 <laughs> well uh stephen king of course uh had a cameo as the um uh, dude, as the priest they- they had like five cameos of like different uh, in one scene with a bunch of different directors. Oh, really? Like, they, like uh, remember when she gets attacked at the cemetery? Yeah. And I guess the cat goes because yes. FYI, cats are uh, the sleepwalkers' deadliest enemy. Right. <laughs> still makes no sense. Maybe it's like a a crossover from Cat's Eye. I don't know. Well, you um, know, it's because of that why this film has kind of garnered. Uh, uh, I guess a cult, like a, a cult following. Yeah. Because the cats are the heroes, man. <laughs> Tom cats, the hero. Exactly. <laughs> um, but, oh, but uh, there, there, there's like a whole like CSI division that's out there. And it's one of them is Clive Barker. Another guy is Mick Garris. And then there's two other directors. I want to say two Toby Hooper's in there too. And then there's another guy. Cool. Uh, Wes Craven, I believe is also too. It's like, yeah, it's crazy. There's like, four directors in one scene and i was like 
hey, I know who all those people are. I, I watched it like a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good flick and, and good pull because, I mean, it's that, that mother. Uh, yeah. Mother-son, mother-son relation. relation. <laughs> it's It was... Yeah. <laughs> i've ever seen that going oh that's what happened to this movie mm. oh my hold on white people <laughs> <laughs> um here we go here's a little thing about uh remember the opening of the song oh, so, oh, opening song. the opening of the movie had uh, mark hamill as a police officer and they were checking at a house uh-huh. and, and there's a song that was playing uh by enya called boat bodicea it was featured in the movie and then later the few uh, the fuji's uh, used the sample in their 1996 song "Ready or Not." Interesting. Remember, do do do. Oh yeah. Do do do. Go back and watch Sleepwalkers. I it's I think it's on Amazon right now. Oh. Now I did a little deep dive on this. Inya was prepared to sue the Fugees for copyright infringement for doing that, right. because she hadn't permitted uh, the group to sample uh, Bodicea. Uh, Inya eventually settled out of court, so they just took that sample and put it in a song. To four years later it's like mm. <laughs> nice yeah uh let me see here what else do i got on my on my list that was probably like you know uh, for 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 horror movies those are probably like the last the last two biggies i think i had well, yeah those are the last two big ones because everything mean, else was like these like these kind of like random movies there is one that was shot in culpepper orange county in charlottesville but it was more of a thriller mystery uh, from 19, 1998 called Hush. Okay. Uh, I, I, was, I was supposed to be an extra in this movie. Oh. Because uh, they, were, they were doing a casting call. Uh, and, but the thing is, if they were looking for like people, I think between the ages of like 18 to like 30. Uh-huh. The, thing, the catch was you had to have your own uh, tuxedo if you're a guy uh, and I, and at the time it was what 97 when they, the, the casting call went out. Yeah. I didn't have a job and I didn't own a tux. <laughs> the last tux I'd worn was at prom in 96, <laughs> the year before. So I was like, well, I'm not doing this. Yes. But uh, it was, it had Gwyneth Paltrow in it and, and uh, uh, Jessica Lang, right? It, exactly. Jessica Lang. It was like this weird uh, Southern uh, uh, movie. <laughs> it was supposed to be based in Kentucky, but they shot, here in virginia gotcha uh per- well go ahead well i was gonna say um uh you know there are the obvious ones like there's mama remember that movie mama. oh yeah yeah uh, see now the, that's the thing i didn't grab a hold of those because i never saw them right um so I mean, see I, I i still haven't watched hereditary and i still haven't watched midsummer hereditary uh i mean definitely um Midsummer really not. I mean, that's more not, like a, a female empowerment kind of movie, not necessarily mm-hmm. a mother gotcha. type uh, a movie. Hereditary, definitely, definitely, mm-hmm. I would put up there. You know, as a Mother's Day watch because, I mean, it all begins and ends with the mother in, in a right. way, in more ways than one. Um, but um, Really, that's uh, there are probably a, a plethora of of ones out there. Oh yeah, I got a few still left on here. Yeah. Uh, there, there's that Mother's Boys from 1993 with Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Not a horror movie, but it was a uh, thriller suspense. Yes. Uh, it, it also starred Peter Gallagher, mm-hmm. best eyebrows in the business. Peter Gallagher. 
yes. best eyebrows. <laughs> he makes Eugene Levy look like a pussy. <laughs> uh, and he beats the game. I know we, we already talked about, you know, Mother's Day, you know, the, the remake, you know, so it's like you've got the, the obvious, you, you know, uh, the most obvious of uh, horror lists for, uh, for Mother's Day. And then, uh, of course, though, to me, nothing can be creepier than Mommy Dearest, man. I mean. That did make my list, but I was like, we kind of already went over it a little right. bit, you know. But yeah, that was, and that was based off of a, a book by the, right. by the, because like, Christina was adopted. Right. I think it was, she had two kids and they're both adopted. She never had kids. So she adopted kids to beat the shit out of. Exactly. That's an asshole. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying, man. It's like, you know, some of the scariest stories out there can be true. Mm-hmm. But I'm thankful uh, for my mother uh, because she uh, uh, is one of those reasons really why I, you know, I, found out about horror right you know hmm. it's um you know I, I just i remember watching friday the 13th part seven with her you know when i was one of the first... she goes I, I do that for you <laughs> <laughs> thanks ma <laughs> uh tell i'll kill all the camp counselors for you rodney <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. um Fri- i mean um tales from the crypt you know some of the spookiest things um the fly Mm-hmm. You, you know um and all of that so i really you know definitely would give a shout out to my mom for uh for kind of introducing me to uh a lot of the stuff that she now uh makes fun of me and and calls me silly for watching no i don't watch those <laughs> I, I don't watch those silly movies and, hey my, uh those are my stories right. i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> So now my mom is a big Hallmark Christmas movie kind of a person. And mm, you know what? Mm, mm, mm. We can, we can, it's, it's, that's not our bag the same as the blood and the guts and the scary stuff isn't so much her bag, you know? So we can, uh, we can appreciate that we have the, uh, the differences uh, but we'll also rag on each other about them too. I only tune in for those for Danica McKellar. That's right. <laughs> from Smallville? No, no, no. Danica McKellar from uh, uh, um, the the Wonder Years. Oh uh, yes. Oh. Yeah. What's her? What was her name Winnie on there? Cooper. Winnie Cooper. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh la la. Yeah, she was my uh, my jam back in the day. <laughs> Ooh la la, <laughs> ooh la la. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, my my mother does not listen to the podcast, uh, and if she did, I would uh, be uh, I would wish her a happy Mother's Day. But I think that all of the mothers that do listen uh, to us, you know, uh, you so- mothers. <laughs> <laughs> You mothers, hey mothers, listen, listen up, enjoy the show, give us a like. <laughs> right. Go you on to mothers. Instagram. Say what? Go on to Instagram. Go on Instagram, mothers. If you're subscribe. Looking at, <laughs> <laughs> if you're 
if you're looking for a gift to give your mother, what better gift than a free episode <laughs> of the Plastic Fangs podcast? Oh, your mother doesn't like coarse language? Tell your mother to grow up. <laughs> your mother doesn't like uh, pee-pee and poo-poo jokes? She don't like the S word? Oh. Guess your mother, what? Mother <laughs> she gonna, like, what? Your mother doesn't like horrible impressions? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's not a fan of shitty impressions? Oh. Oh. Okay, Mr. Cr- Mrs. Critic. <laughs> it's all right, because we all know that your mom is going to be watching The Hoverboard and Detective Jack on CBS. Friday nights. I thought it was Detective Joe. (laughs) Oh, is it? I thought it was Detective Jack. You said Joe. You know, it could have been. I thought you said Joe. (laughs) His name because he's a really good detective. Undercover. Sit this Sunday night. Sit down with your mother and watch the new adventures of Coot (laughs) and Hoverboard and Detective Jack. (laughs) (laughs) Is your mother a fan of Jerry Reed? I hope, because she's going to be watching. Oh, man. Now, that would be a great double feature on on Sunday night. From 8 to 9, the prequel to Knight Rider. Hoot. Um... What would we call this Midnight Rider? Because, like, the... I'm the Midnight Rider. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I, I think sticking with coot. Just coot. C C dot O dot O dot, o dot, dot T. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's good. So John, anything yeah. else? Uh any any good shout outs on the Instagram over the last week? Um interaction. Like you said, things kind of blur together. I'm not exactly sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm so I'm sorry, our our fans that <laughs> that, that give your time and effort to us. Yeah, <laughs> I've been a I've been a bad host. Yeah. Oh hey, well, you know what? Here we go. We got we just got a follower. Let's find out who they are. Uh oh, okay. Uh you know what? Brand new follower. I'll I'll throw this out. Uh, Lumander, L-E, or Lemander, Alessandro Maduria Mandarina? They're in the horror movies. Sounds like a Star Wars character, John. <laughs> sure. Uh, well, hey, they're from Milan, Italy. How about that? Huh. <laughs> they just they just started following us today on Instagram. Nice. Well, so. um, buongiorno. <laughs> bon- buongiorno. <laughs> buongiorno. Bonjourno. It's not delivery. It's bonjourno. <laughs> <laughs> I was doing the thing from, uh, you know that uh, glorious bastards. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know what you're doing. Okay, Margarete. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, with that, John, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably about time that we wrap things up. Yep. Um, thank you all for listening. Mm-hmm. Um, be safe. Uh, I'm Rodney Self, as always. I'm John Ramsey. And when you go visit your mom this weekend, or if, well, actually after the fact, yes. well, this won't help then because <laughs> this doesn't drop till Monday. <laughs> well, hopefully you were protected when you went and saw your family this weekend. Yes. So. And 
since this does come out on Monday, the day after Mother's Day, if you didn't buy your mother something, remember, all the shit's 50% off now. Damn straight. There's no such thing as being a frugal Mother's Day shopper the day after. Right. Boom. There you go. All right. Well, take care, and we'll see you next time. See you. We have a big chance, a big chance to make a run for some big bucks. 80,000 of them. We gonna do what they say can't be done We've got a long way to go And a short time to get there I'm eastbound just like no bandit run Keep your foot hard on the pedal Some never mind them brakes Let it all hang out cause we gotta run to make The boys are thirsty in Atlanta And there's beer in Texarkana And we'll bring it back no matter what it takes Eastbound and down are we gonna do what they say can't be done? We've got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound just watch your bandit run.